0: I guess I don't know. I, I probably all this stuff should be saved. It says that the aides were in charge of figuring out what should be saved and what should not be saved. Oh, the Presidential Records Act. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I just saw that headline come. Oh, I just saw that headline come up, and I thought that was interesting. That uh, they were they were burning documents.
1: Whoa! USA disqualified after skating review. I didn't see that.
0: Oh yeah, of course. US disqualified, allowing China the hosts to win because there's nothing you know corrupt about China.
1: <laughs> China. Why, why
0: did they get disqualified? Well, let's find out. Oh. Team USA Speed Skating believed it just punched its ticket to the short track speed skating mixed team relay finals. Jesus, that's a yeah, mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, till it went under review, they were penalized and disqualified. Why? Uh, It was determined the Chinese team was impeded twice during the event. Both Russia and Team USA were disqualified, allowing China to advance to the final. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm not gonna... Alright. I know that... Interesting. Okay. Did you see this about how Russia is participating in the Olympics? No. So... After what happened last time um, <clears throat> Russia got uh, banned from for the
1: know. for the roid stuff yeah yeah,
0: for, yeah. so huh um, so they so they got um they got banned for the steroid stuff and then I, so now their participate, their athletes were all being penalized. Like the ones that were caught, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they're not able to participate. But and Russia as a country can't participate.
1: The athletes that Russia told to take the, but the
0: athletes, <laughs> but the athletes who didn't get caught, mm-hmm. or or whatever, um, are participating as the Russian Olympic Committee. Oh, so there's okay. still Russians. They're just, they have a slightly different name.
1: Nice. Okay. Yeah. The, Arum- the Russian Olympic Committee. There you go. Yeah. Okay. ROC. And
0: our our women's ice hockey team just spanked the hell out of them. Five nothing.
1: Do we have a good women's ice hockey? Hell yeah. Really?
0: Yeah. Uh, I know a couple of girls. That's cool. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, one of their good players that uh, from Shattuck St. Mary's, Brianna Decker, broke her leg in the first game. Oh, uh, so she'll be out for the Olympics and uh, but Amanda Kessel's still there uh, over on the Canadian side. They've got uh, Blair Turnbull, which was another one of ours and uh, a couple of guys and a couple younger guys because the uh, NHL is not participating. So oh. a lot of college players. So uh, there are a couple of Shattuck guys from that are college level that were there after I left.
1: And that's what it used to be like back during that movie. Like when they were in Lake Placid and went against Russia, that was all college kids, right? It wasn't school yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: yeah, that was well, that was way back
1: nineteen eighty. Yeah. Eighty three, right? Or eighty four? four? Nineteen. or was it eighty eighty? It was eighty on the dot, really. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I didn't know it was on the dot. So that's cool. I yeah. talked to a guy that told me he had tickets to go see it. Uh like and he's like, Oh, I got better things. In to China? Do. No, the one in Lake Placid. Oh, are they, you shitting me? when they're in Lake Placid and uh he's like yeah I got better things to do they just got he said that the US team just got slapped by somebody like the game before um and he's like I'm not gonna go watch them get oh destroyed and he's like man what a mistake what a mistake now go oh, <laughs> yeah because they got beat by like Canada I think yeah he said somebody just slapped yeah, the hell they out got of beat them. by Canada
0: yeah. and then they they beat Russia yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, and then uh, on a different topic, I don't know. Anyway, I'm I'm thinking about getting the Peacock subscription. Somebody, one of my friends said that they got it uh, so they could watch the Olympics.
1: Yeah, that's what It'd I've be been cool to, it would.
0: Cool be Yeah, I haven't gotten to see any of it. so.
1: You don't uh, even have to subscribe. Really? It's free. Are you kidding me? You just got to watch
0: ads. Oh, I don't want to do that yeah how much does it cost not to pay ad- not to watch ads like eight bucks i don't
1: remember i think i can handle eight bucks to not watch ads I, the only reason i got it was for the office because you can watch the office really as many times as you want for free that's not for free that's the only reason oh, okay. i paid for right. peacock so and well i guess well, let's see what's peacock cost peacock Mary and I made the comparison of Dwight Premium. Shrew and Phil Rare. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the five dollars, uh, I think.
0: Okay, so five dollars,
1: and then it's ten dollars to do it without ads. Yeah, actually, it's not a. And you, but some can, of them still have ads. Right, and you can still watch like the first three seasons of The Office for free, and you can watch the Olympics for free, and. You can
0: watch the Olympics for free on Peacock. Pretty sure. Interesting.
1: Pretty cool, but it's the only place that has the Winter Olympics. So. Get premium. Oh no, maybe you do have to watch it. Watch free.
0: Watch free. Let's see. Let's see if we can pull up. Just so we can get deplatformed immediately. No, I still have to put in. I have to make an account either way. No way, hey, Peacock it
1: Peacock's probably happy. They're like, yeah, give us. Are you kidding me? Give us
0: that advertisement. If they're getting paid for
1: it, <laughs> and if like
0: if you can hear like more than nine seconds of it, they're gonna take us right off of YouTube. Oh, there you go. So fast. Okay. Unlike um, how fast they took like eighty-one episodes of Joe Rogan's podcast off of Spotify. Did
1: oh when did that happen?
0: Like last night, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me see if I can. If I can figure that out, I, I saw something about it that uh, they were pulling. Spotify quietly removes 113 episodes. Ugh. All right, Spotify don't don't listen to our podcast because <laughs> <laughs> we talk about all sorts of different stuff. I'm mm-hmm. sure that somewhere in there. What uh, why
1: do you think people don't like him? Like Joe Rogan. Like what 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 does he what does he 11
0: do? million listeners.
1: I know a lot of people like him, but like the the hardcore people No, they
0: hate him. him because he has 11 million listeners. That's why. And because he doesn't stick to a certain line. He's I mean, he's got a few things. Like he's he's pretty much been on his own side as far as like the things that he thinks. Yeah. Um Regarding like the, the ivermectin and like all those kinds of things, um, which they don't like. Hmm. But the fact that he he gets like 20 times as many listeners as CNN primetime, um, I think really bothers the mainstream media. So they just go after
1: him, despite the fact that, you know, why don't they go after Fox News, destroying CNN in views? I mean, it's... they
0: do. Yeah, I guess they do, but, but it's a network.
1: So it's tougher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was, I actually looked at that cause everyone, cause I was watching, uh, my dad's always got Fox news on so I walk in and they're talking about how they're destroying CNN in views. And I was like, uh, eh. I, you know, like, what are the views? Like, how do you tell? And I looked and it looks like, Whoa, CNN's views are low. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. But what they'll do is if it gets low, they'll probably just sell and then like like go again as something else, right? That's usually what they do. When uh, companies are doing that well,
0: I mean, CNN's been around for an awful long time. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do that. I, I don't think that they've been. I don't think they're all that much lower. They might be down. But all they have to do is start selling a little bit more fear. COVID's not selling as well right now. Um that's why you're starting to see more racism and more. Well, I'm, and this is my theory. So don't, don't, uh, don't de platform me. But, um, my theory is that you're going to see a lot more racism in the news and you're going to see a lot more, uh, war in the news coming up. I think that they really want, <laughs> like I said, this is my, my opinions. This is not, uh, I, I really think that, uh, CNN would love, for Russia to invade the Ukraine and for us to get involved. Jeez. Wow. Because that uh, American soldiers uh, being put in harm's way sells like hell.
1: Do you you remember before this whole, before news channels got super political? Like, Like, okay, maybe it happened, but I don't remember. But CNN was on every channel, everywhere you went like if people were watching news it felt like CNN was on like when I'm talking oh way younger i'm talking like right. almost 15 years ago long yeah. long time yeah. ago 15, yeah 15 20 years ago it was like everywhere i went as a kid i remember the mcdonalds had cnn on just like you know it was like a thing in regular stores you went into and it was like like that it was so. one
0: of the first 24 hour news channels yeah like when i was a kid i i liked to watch the news cuz i was a weird kid um cnn was it, like maybe the only news channel that i could get that was 24 24 hours yeah that you knew it was going to be news all the time and it'd be the same thing it, it, so like it'd be the same thing every half hour kind of like sports center you know it's like the you watch it once and you could see it all and maybe they add something in later and update it but um like cnn headline news those kinds of things were they were at as far as being able to watch news all day. And then Fox News kind of um, jumped in there as, yeah. a, as another 24-hour news network. And we've got like, what, CNN, CBS, MSNBC, oh, Fox News. Like, they're pr- probably those four are the big 24-hour news networks.
1: I remember when anything bad would happen, when there was like one of the like when the Sandy Hook school shooting happened, like I turned on CNN just thinking, cause you know, like they're going to have the news Right. when the Boston bombing happened. I turned on CNN and now that everything's so political, I'm like, I don't want to give anyone my view or money. Like I'll just go find some like I regular like... generic like thing to watch it on. So. Jesse,
0: the weather channel is sensational now. Like the weather channel has been sensationalized. Hmm. Everything that, they've figured it out. They've hacked the the human mind to, to make it so that they get just locked into these things. And they especially want to make sure that like the weather channel, they they're like, Oh my God, it's going to be a bomb cyclone and <laughs> like that kind of stuff. But then even you go to CNN and they, they not only want to make sure that you're locked into what they're talking about and so they can influence it, but they also want to make sure that um, you think that, the opposing viewpoint is, is like evil, so that you're even more locked in, and uh, that's that's not a good way to be. Yeah,
1: but why, why do you think Fox is upticking and CNN's down ticking? It's not it's not a difference in views like pol- political views, is it? Or what do you think?
0: Uh, it's partially that, and it's partially that they are. Um, <laughs> they're better at putting on a show. Yeah. Like it's, they know that they're entertainment. Like they don't claim Fox news doesn't, despite the word news being in their name, they don't claim that everything they do is news. In fact, they'll dispute the fact that most of what they do is news. Most of what they do is entertainment. Interesting. CNN, uh, I think claims that more of what they do is news. Yeah. But then they do have still they have those opinion shows.
1: Yeah. I know they got smacked by that one lawsuit. That's the only thing that I could correlate from Sandman. Yeah, from that kid what they uh that was a no one even knows how much money he got. No. It never even came out but uh it, I'm sure it was a lot of money. How much is the Riding House kid going to get? Oh dude, you you think he's got a case against CNN?
0: Uh, I think that I I hope so. I hope so, because um, I know that they. I know that they've got ways that they'll try to get out of it and they've got ways to do what they do and get away with it. Yeah. But I really hope that they have to rethink how they report because they did call him a racist. Right. Uh I don't know if they outright, maybe some of them outright called them a racist. I think they did. I don't know for sure. I know that what they one thing that they did do is um, they just pumped up the misinformation. And they let people get on and talk and say stuff that didn't happen. And that's not what the news should be. The news should be, here's what we know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the news. This is what we know. Not, this is what, I don't know, it, it's, it's pretty.
1: Oh, really? Oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know it came out. It's estimated. Estimated. Oh, Dan, he, so he, Kyle is that Rittenhouse kid is suing them? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. That. No, he, yes. Whoa.
0: Yes. Not just okay. CNN, but um, the different news organizations that put out a lot of false information
1: about him and tried to influence his case, especially. So, not Fox, obviously, because Tucker Carlson had him on. Or is he suing them too for something? I don't think he's suing them. No. Yeah. It's interesting. I wonder. So would the Sandman thing or what was his name? Is that Yeah, what, Nick Sandman. Sandman. Sa- um, Sandman. Um if they thought they were doing the right thing and they thought they were reporting it right, they're still liable. There there's cuz I'm sure they thought. I mean that I, I... I don't think that they thought they were doing the right thing. Oh no, so they really blew that out. And
0: here's why. It's not just there there's more to it than just um, you know believing that what you see is true. yeah, like journalists are supposed to confirm. Journalists are supposed to actually go and find out what happened and make sure that what they see is is what's real. and there were there were other videos that were available to them at the time that they were doing that reporting. They're so worried about being first to report something and then and blowing it up big enough that they get views right. that they don't take the time to make sure that what they're reporting is true. Yeah. And I think even, I don't know, I mean, when I watched that video, even when I saw the, the Nick Sandman video, when I first saw it and I was watching it and I was just... I know that they cut it up so that you could only see the part that looked like the kid was being a dink. Yeah. But even then, I was watching it and I was like, is the kid the one being a dink? The other guy just went up and got in his face.
1: Well, they didn't even show and that. And he just
0: stood there. Like, why? what about that is him being a dink?
1: I, they just showed that, like. The
0: gr- a grown man versus an a older child.
1: <laughs> they showed that, like. That freaking cocky grin head on his face and it drove everyone oh. nuts.
0: Well, didn't he, have, he had a Trump hat on.
1: Yeah. Well that's how he's wearing the red hat. So he and, was obviously. And he had this like cocky smile. Yeah. And like you get back, yeah, he has a cocky smile because the guy's in his face. He's just sitting yes. there, like, what the hell you want him to do? Like you that's want him to insane. punch him? Like, I don't I don't know.
0: Yeah, and that's true, Dan. Uh there was a um oh, i think maybe NBC. nbc i don't i think it was nbc that they uh, had somebody they had somebody that was assigned who was that? by the way that whole network should be taken to court for this but they had a a reporter that was assigned to like go follow the bus that the jurors were on and figure out you know where they were heading <laughs> jesus christ
1: yeah i want to make like, sure we get that right because um Whoever was following that juror bus really got—I can't find it—really got themselves in uh, some shit. Did you watch the video? I don't think I saw the video. <clears throat> oh, MSNBC banned it was MSNBC, um, and they were out of New York City. Right. Yeah, they got they yeah. got booted from the trial. So there's a. Uh, Vit, there's police footage, uh, police cam footage there of uh the cop going up and saying like, "Hey, who the hell are you?" Uh-huh. And the guy's like, "I'm from MSNBC. My boss told me to follow the the jury bus." He's like, "What the hell? You can't follow the jury bus. Like, what's wrong with you?" First, and the off, guy's like, "Well, my boss said I could," and he's like get your boss on the phone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And he talks to her on the phone, dude. He really, he's that's crazy. I'm going to have to to see this video. I didn't see this video. And the lady's like, well, we were just trying to, you know, see, and he's like, yeah, it was not good. You're not
0: allowed to see. So yeah, yeah, I would say two things about that. One is don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't don't try to like follow jurors that that's uh, undermining our justice system that, that's not good
1: and you could get them killed the other exa- oh like, yeah seriously, oh, you yeah. could get these people killed and
0: the other thing i would say about that is don't answer questions why are you why are you just like as soon as the, you get pulled over you just tell the police everything like you're not required to assist their investigation shut the hell up like, uh, like don't do don't do bad things but for crying out loud, let your, let your lawyer talk to them <laughs> or at least talk to your
1: lawyer and find out what you should say, which is nothing, nothing. That says a lot about how good of a job they're doing, protecting them. If the, somebody on that bus noticed they were being followed. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, impressive. So, well, Hey, I'll, i I got to know is, uh, if people would just put on the news, it would be just way better. I, I pick on every news channel; they're all the same. Everyone's got their own little—I like little ploys of trying to get a message across. So I
0: like the ones that at least show opposing viewpoints.
1: There's not many that do that. There
0: aren't very many that do that, but at least, and so that's why mostly I read the news instead of watch it.
1: Talking about Joe Rogan, he has those two people on. Uh, they have their own news thing, and it's supposed to be the one's a Republican and the other's a Democrat. And oh. I can't remember their names. And uh, like both... coming up or no? I think they have their own news thing. I can't remember what it's called, but supposedly you're supposed to get a pretty unbiased review of things because it's hmm. two people that put out their points for each side, and like, you decide. You know, it's like I don't think they push a point really.
0: We used to... they used to have that on Fox News way back in the day. Uh-huh. Do you remember that?
1: They still have something like that. They used to
0: have Hannity and Combs, and they'd always bias it toward Hannity. Like they, they, Hannity would just destroy Combs. Um, it doesn't work as well as it should to be able to have that kind of thing. What I, what I like is this: um, I get I get an email called the flip side. I know I've told you this called the flip side, and they literally they just pick one issue per day and they send out an email with that one issue per day and it has uh it has like a a description of what that story is about and kind of like the main points and then it takes different news sources and it it quotes um like different reporters from the left and from the right and sometimes even gets a libertarian take if there's um if there's one available (laughs) that that adds to the conversation um, which isn't always the case. But unfortunately, just because there aren't as many libertarians in the media as there are uh, Democrats and Republicans. So, but it's it's uh, called the flip side. It's a pretty interesting little news source.
1: Yes, exactly. Holmes <laughs> was just there to be a punching bag. Oh, God. It's like the more you're around this stuff, the more crazy it is. The whole, uh, like, Cuomo thing, Chris Cuomo. There, like, like, he, like ev- everyone's just pretend like, oh, we didn't know he was like that, you know. And they all heard, and they yeah. all like separate oh, yeah. themselves. Like, no one knew Chris was doing stuff like that. And there's like, comes up <laughs> oh, like, <shit. laughs> they did know because they actually started doing an internal investigation on him, and then just, yeah, we just leave that alone. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: pretty. <laughs> They're lying
1: about lying. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. I don't understand. You know what I've learned having any position of power at all it's just way better to be transparent and honest than oh, yeah. it is anything else like the, don't sweep anything like just be transparent people, that's all people want is transparency
0: uh it's not all they want that's a major it, it's a big thing though and not in just because you can't get you can't get to anything else mattering if you're not transparent
1: and not just in in life your significant other and wants honest. transparency people want tra- they want to know they want you to be honest I mean it's what people want. You know, there's no sense of just the only thing you're doing is making it worse. Yeah, it's crazy. So I agree. I else? agree entirely.
0: But and, and there are a lot of other things that people do want, but you can't get to where any of those things matter. Right. Until you get past
1: just being honest and trans- transparent. It's dead and gone. There's not much of that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: why we have the... It's rare.
1: That's do, you, why. do you think people were, were more honest it's and transparent back in the day? Some rare transparency here. Uh, or were they better hiding it? Or because there wasn't as much to find?
0: Oh, well, the thing is, like, like back then, you had an hour of news. Now we've got multiple networks doing 24 hours of news. But even if you look at the local news channels now, there might be a little bit of... You know, certain agendas that are in there, like mixed in, but you get 30 to 60 minutes of news at 6 and 11 or, you know, whatever it Mm -hmm. is. And they talk about things that, oh, there was a car accident at the corner of 4th and Elm and uh, whatever. Here's what the weather is for the next week. Like those kinds of things. Your local news. The local news. Yeah. Yeah. The local news is... Far superior to the ma- to the mass media, right, and um, and the mainstream media, and uh, we should really be. I don't know. I I saw, and I don't want to over. I don't want to go into too many details, just because of um, what my response was to this news story that was reported by um, by a local newspaper, not not a Penyan newspaper, but a local-ish newspaper. Um, They were talking about a famous person who um, died by suicide recently. And like I said, not going to go into all the details, but man, they really, they wrote a whole thing about it. And back in the 90s, there, were, there, was a, there was a big spike in suicides. I don't know if you know this. Back in the 90s, yeah. there was a big spike in suicides. And what was going on, they found statistics that within, I believe, 13 days, fact check me on that, by all means, um, within 13 days after a nationally reported celebrity suicide, That uh, suicide rates spiked. Really?
1: Okay. That's interesting. So,
0: every time, so they were all these celebrities that were um, dying by suicide, and then like suicide rates were going up during that like week and a half, two week period following. And it's the media contagion effect. Hmm. So, when I look at what happened, was the media figured that out. They figured out that that was happening or, or maybe researchers figured out that that was happening and kind of brought it to their attention. And so what they did is they changed the way that they reported on suicide to make it so that it was less, um, like they gave all sorts of attention to the people who'd committed or who'd died by suicide rather. And, um, they, like focused on them as celebrities or, you know, all sorts of things that they pointed out. And they, they really spent a lot of time reporting on the suicides. And, um, so after they figured out that this was a media contagion issue, they, they really kind of changed the way that they did that and reported a lot less on it and a lot less, um, details, especially, um, focused more on, I think, statistics and things like that and i think that um i'm not sure exactly what the solution is here with some of the things going on now but i think that we are experiencing a, uh, i think that media contagion effect goes way beyond suicide and what i mean by that is
1: and i well they've tried to say it with mass shooters too well like the glorifying of that they thought you know yes more that's what i'm
0: getting at yeah is um mass murders with guns (laughs) right uh which are essentially very public suicides i mean that's really yeah that's really what they've been is, is, for the most part, very public
1: suicides. And that's a tough one. Where cool they on. just take people with them. It is.
0: What to but, report on. But if they change the way... I know. The thing is, if you see... If 10 people get shot, that is something that's of national interest. Um, if 10 people get murdered in, in by any means, that's of national interest. Oh, yeah. I don't think that they're reporting every situation where that happens. I know arson is um the most effective mass murder i don't know if that's kind of cringy language around when you when you talk about these things but yeah um when you see these nationally reported mass murders there's an increase in in mass murders right following that so i'd really like to see the way that all of those kind of um killings are reported. Yeah. because um, I think I think that could have an impact on reducing those
1: numbers. Be interesting. I think that's a tough one to to cover. Like cuz you know people want all the information. Who's this guy? Where is he from? Why did he do it? Yeah. Like who's who's his parents? Like what type of person does this? Cuz everyone wants to I think the problem is, is most people don't understand how someone can do that. So you want to know Right. Like, what the hell's wrong with this person? And then but as, I don't want
0: people to get this. I don't like as soon as people want to think that, but I don't really want people to get inside that head and say, Oh, well, I kind of feel like that. You know?
1: Right. And that's <laughs> like, what I think happens is the news stations try to say, like, oh, this is him. This is like how it happened. This is why it happened. And then it's like, oh, then it feels like he's being glorified. Right. You know, because they'll be like, oh, he's a monster or something. But then they'll go, This is the this is the m- most people ever killed in a mass shooting and somebody's like oh well i got something to shoot for you know and it's like yeah that's not right you know that's i don't think i think so do you, w- w-
0: do you think it would help if i know people want to know those kinds of things but we still you look at how the how the national media reports these things and they do they make it very sensational and i think if, if we could make it more academic, you could still get that kind of um, information to be able to figure out how to prevent that from happening, how to or reduce how, how often that happens, but without inspiring other people, you know, I don't know, maybe I know there are a lot of historical examples of mass murderers who maybe did research beyond... <laughs>
1: what's in the New York times yeah. and CNN, but, um, it's all about dopamine. And when you, when, as soon as you turn something into educational, you know, you, you really do lose it. People, yeah, they want the ups and downs and that's what the news tries to get people with. Yeah. They want, you know, cause it just keeps you there. So,
0: but maybe that's, maybe, eh, maybe that's a solution then is, yeah. is just less, uh, <laughs> Dopamine stimulation and more. Here's just the facts. Yeah, and
1: yeah, and then everyone wouldn't be watching the news. <laughs> they would lose well, a lot of viewers. That's what they for certain things that's what they're scared for, of for
0: for certain things that are potentially contagious. Yeah, just the facts. For other stuff, sure,
1: go for it. How do you do it? Just tell them or suggest to the news stations like this is not good reporting.
0: I think that they have to agree to do it. I, right. I think that they just, I mean, we do have freedom of the press. Right. You can't um, make a law on that. You can't require them to report a certain way. Right. I mean, their unions and stuff, like they're kind of like, for some of them, their internal workings can do that. But um, I think, I don't know. I don't know how you get them to do it. Maybe, i I guess maybe the only thing you could do is with, by, if you can get really good, if you can do a study and find a way to show that the way that they're reporting is causing deaths. Yeah. And you can, you can show it to them and you can say, look, you, you should either change the way you're doing this or I'm going to dance this across every screen I can. And I'm going to show, I'm going to put it on Joe Rogan who gets 20 times as many uh, viewers as you.
1: Is that true? Does he outdo all the news channels? Just oh, yeah. smashes them? Oh, yeah.
0: Really? He's 11 million on every episode. I think CNN is around
1: like 700,000. He did even more time. when he was on YouTube. Yeah. It was like insane oh, yeah. on YouTube. Yeah.
0: So if we say, you know what? This will be all over Joe Rogan. If if you keep doing it the way you're doing it, like you really should have within your industry you you should work on your standards and make sure that a, we're, we get back to where we're having independent um, confirmation of our stories so that we don't get sued and we should, you know, change the way that we're reporting the so that we're not contributing to um, c- contributing to the bad.
1: This is where the piece of me that's libertarian, like my left finger and pinky fingernail comes in. Is we shouldn't. I I don't think we should tell people what's right and what's wrong. Like, you go out and you do, like, you know, you watch the news. You're supposed to, that's your job is to figure out, you know, like, you can listen to the reporting and do what you want. I don't think we control that at all. Same thing with, like, here's the thing I saw you post about the books. Like, I don't like, I don't like people just saying books are bad. Like, they're out there. Yeah. Like, if I'm telling you as a kid, if there was a section of books that's like, hey, you're not supposed to read these, Be like Reading those books. <laughs> yeah. It's half like, half yeah. the books I own are
0: banned books.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I, when I was reading, I, I saw some of the books. Like, I was like, what the hell? Like, one of them was Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I was, they're, they're banning Harry Potter. They, back when it first came out, the there
0: was an uproar because, from the right, there was an uproar because Crazy. there's witchcraft, oh, God. it's not Christian wow really yes and uh, they were trying to get it banned from walmart i think like they were trying to get walmart so, not to sell so you're
1: it. not allowed to have fiction books you're not allowed to have
0: we can't have witchcraft because it might stuff m- make people um decide that they should practice witchcraft instead of mm. christianity
1: yeah i thought when you read a lot of those books uh you, you it a lot of those books were why you don't do certain things that were you know that are being canceled, uh, catcher, what do you in, mean? catcher in the eye, oh, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like these books are like, well, these people sucked, you know? Right? Yeah, it's like no one's reading them. Like, oh, that's that sounds awesome. The, Those were the days. To Kill yeah. a Mockingbird. Yeah, seriously, is that book's messed up? Was man. used what that book To Kill a Mockingbird? What do you mean? It's just like some of the stuff that happens in it. Some stuff that happens in of mice and men. And but some that's the stuff point that happens in. But
0: that's why, why you read it. I know is to yeah. say,
1: wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> like the whole, still that, you know? that Lenny thing and of mice and men like still like, yeah. I mean, I just remember that stuff as guys like shit. That's wild. Crazy, crazy to think about like, yeah, some of the things that, that is a crazy book. Which one, what do you think's the worst out of like catcher in the rye, kill a mockingbird I, of my, I, I, mice and men. I was like, I, cause those are the three that always stand out to me as like a kid. I was reading, I was like, I don't know if I should be reading this in like eighth or ninth grade. I remember thinking that. I was like, "This kind of, but now I'm like, "Oh, I'm glad I read those. You know, they seem a little extreme. Who decides
0: but... what age is appropriate to So It's like you can comprehend that stuff. Right. At a younger age than when you actually read it in yeah. school. How do you like, who decides when is the appropriate time to read those things?
1: I don't know. My favorite was the Hobbit. I got to read The Hobbit ninth grade is a good book. So. I, I, I was
0: never into the fantasy stuff. No? I didn't I know. I'm more of a non you could tell. Like I'm yeah, sure. I'm a nonfiction guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I'm a
1: nonfiction guy. Oh god. That, I always if you can get a kid to read a book, you've won. Because, you know, a lot of I remember when our English teacher he gave us like all these books and kinda he did a good job and he'd like force us to, but at the same time, He knew what people's interests were. Right. Like, he was really good. There was another one he made us read called Ender's Game, which I don't know if you've ever heard of it or not. But it's pretty, pretty, so, like, about fighting and space and stuff. It's a pretty cool book. Like, (laughs) things like that, you know? It just, you can't get a bunch of, you know, young athletes who think they're cool to read Catcher in the Rye, you know, on their own. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, this, you got to find something that's like, I don't know, get them into it, get them going, so... Got to get them going. Yeah. That's crazy to think. I haven't thought about a lot of this stuff in a long time. But the books. So, what do you think? How, who's banned them? Who banned the books recently? Like, what what do you mean? Like, on the, you know, that
0: that's happening right now.
1: I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, who is this schools? Is this like the Department of Education saying these, these books are no longer open? It's mostly
0: boards of education right now. Um, And, and some of them are, see some of them are um outright like book bans where they're pulling them from libraries and some of them are more that they're just getting taken out of curriculums which is it's a little bit different um i i i heard a good argument that about why it was okay to remove certain books from curriculums. I still don't agree with it, but I agree that it's a a fair point, which was that, that it is different to remove them from a curriculum than to remove them from a library. And that like, there's a difference. So, so if you've got teachers who aren't properly equipped to teach certain materials Mm -hmm. and to be able to explain how it, you know, how it works (laughs) and to say, Hey, look um, this, there's going to be some graphic language in this book. There's going to be some things that might make you feel uncomfortable. Um, It's okay to feel uncomfortable. The reason that we're reading this is that, you know, the, the, this is a historical example of something that um, we don't want to have happen ever again. Like this is not the culture that we want there. There are good people in this book and there, there are examples of good behavior and there are examples of bad behavior in this book. Yeah. And that's not... I, I think... I, I, I don't know how the conversations are currently happening in schools, but I don't think that's what's happening. I, I could be wrong. Please, if you're um, a, a teacher or otherwise and have input uh, on how that's going, let me know. But... And I'm not saying that that's not happening at all. I'm just saying that, like, I think that there's, I think there's a push toward um, removing things that are uncomfortable from curriculums and replacing it with things that are uh, maybe a little bit more direct toward the point. So you don't have to really interpret to kill a mockingbird and know, oh yeah. Okay. Here's the good guys. (laughs) Here's, you know, what's happening.
1: yeah, I don't know, but some of the best books are the ones that, at the end, you have to, you decide, like, what what is the moral of the story? Like, Ernest Hemingway, I think I told you, The Old Man in the Sea, he said, there's no, there's no true, uh... <laughs> you're welcome, Paul, <laughs> no problem. Uh, there's no true, um... there's no true st- meaning of the story, you decide. And it's like, I told you about what I thought about that story it's like about which one old man old in man the in the sea. sea. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. just like, you know, there, there's a time to let go, you know, and, and you live, fight the next day. And there, you know, there's just like, and someone else could think of it as like, Hey, perseverance helps you survive. Like, and I just, I think that's cool. Cause that's what you, that's a good essay to write mm-hmm. is like, Hey, what did this book make you feel? Yeah. There's nothing like reading an old history book and you're just like, it tells you what to think.
0: Right. You know, well, so any even then, they don't always because they just give you enough. They
1: They just give you enough that this is the information. Sometimes they
0: don't give you enough. Or yeah, there there are a lot of topics. I mean, think about think about the history books. Who decides what gets left in and what gets left out? Do you know what I'm saying? Like you can you can look at the history of the United States, and you can have two different books that are both a hundred percent accurate. And one of them makes us look like the heroes of the earth. And one of them makes us look like just giant piles of trash. And both of them are totally accurate.
1: I've said the same thing about, and this is a hot take. This always drives people not the same thing about the Bible. There's no way I'm going to trust a piece of literature that was, that's that old. And people were, you, I mean, the church was so corrupt I mean, we know it was corrupt. And we're going to trust literature passed down through. I mean, I've always thought if you read as the, the Ten Commandments or, you know, whatever. I'm not that up on my religion. But it just sounds like the greatest set of laws ever. You know, like. Also,
0: yeah, I mean, it's a bunch of stories that,
1: you know, and it just like. I think
0: the stuff was kept a lot. of Most of it was kept in to tell people how to act.
1: That's that's what I was. Most
0: everything in the book is there to like. Can be used as this an is morally
1: right. right. This is morally wrong, mm-hmm. and it it's one of the best. And it is. It's a great set of guidelines, and our laws are built off it. So and but at the end of the day, it's like you're gonna you're gonna take that as gospel. Like there's there's no way.
0: <laughs> it literally is gospel. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it literally is. <laughs> like there's there's no way that you and that I'm not against religion or anything like that. I'm not that type of person. I got. Br- psalm 23 on my right bicep because it's it's a good psalm you know and the thing is is but at the end of the day is that are we really saying that book is the og book no There's no, no well
0: one. nobody's saying that
1: but it's he, supposed to come it's supposed to have been passed down from jesus and the disciples and all oh, that stuff like the that. old testament yeah yeah, the old, yeah like yeah. all these like are these everyone but there thinks,
0: was even there are books before that yeah right
1: it's all been messed with. Yeah. I, I guarantee the you. What's the
0: Jewish one The uh that was before the Old Testament?
1: I don't know why. The what, Older Testament. What's that? Haram. Is that? What's that one that I'm talking about? I think about? that's... Uh, Is that the one I'm talking about or no? No. Oh, is that? Does that? Oh no, that's the Muslim book. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Jesus. Yeah, I'm gonna have a holy war on our... The Torah. The Torah. Torah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, thanks, Torah. Newbie. Right, I, thanks. I'm gonna hey. get thrown into the <laughs> my
0: my good friend, the passerby. Yeah, I'll tell you that story later. Um,
1: the, yeah. So, I just a lot of the so if you ever get back into the history of that in the UK, most of those books were were in like uh, Latin, Yes. and a lot of people didn't even know what the hell they said. Correct, <laughs> you know. And the only
0: like... people that could read it were uh, the clergy, right? And like people that were high of class could that speak Latin, that could speak Latin and <laughs> yeah. read, Latin, read and and write Latin, yeah.
1: You ever seen Latin? wrote Oh my <sighs> god, what a nightmare. Um, yeah.
0: So they could make it whatever they want. let's I, just say yeah, it's in there.
1: I took a semester of it, and I remember going like the first day. I'm like. I don't want to, because I was thinking, oh, you know, there's a lot of Latin in in like the law books and stuff. No way. It's like anyone who can do that is it's like dead. It's a dead language. Was it? Is
0: know. it? Is it King John's Bible? What was the one that was the first one that um, the the first one that was in English or or that was translated to the to the popular language? I think it might have been King John's Bible.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I mean, and we don't have to sit on religion. I know that's touchy for a lot of people, but uh, do you know that um, it's just something that I've always thought about with these books? (laughs) I've got a a family
0: history of clergy. Really? get some pretty interesting stuff. Um, There's this guy. Let me see if I can.
1: What is the Scottish uh, religion? Like what is what is the main thing in Scotland? Do you know? Scotland? Yeah.
0: uh, Episcopal?
1: Yeah. Okay. I believe.
0: So there's this guy, let's see, no. Uh, there's a guy. I'm trying to make sure this
1: is the right person. Uh Kermichall. Reinsdorf. It's oh, what a name. Oh, Saxony. <laughs> Not
0: Saxony. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, this guy, right? No, not in the Saxons. No, like in Germany.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In Germany. Well, wasn't, well, they were the Franks, right? Weren't they? So
0: there's this church in Kermitschau, Saxony, Germany. Uh Uh-huh. That um, is where my, uh, like some of my ancestors, there's a church still standing since like 1300s where my ancestors were some of the first um, Lutheran clergy. (laughs) Really? Yeah. That's really cool. And when they, years later, came over to the United States, um, or, well, it was pre, when they came to the colonies, um, it was two brothers, and one of them was already a Lutheran minister, and the other one was the first Lutheran minister to be um, ordained in America. And, like, he's got a day on the calendar of saints for the Lutherans.
1: Really? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Sometime in November. Huh.
0: And that his name was, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's J-U-S-T-U-S. I don't know if it's Justice or Eustace or.
1: Eustace.
0: I know I've heard Eustace. Was so he it.
1: not, so he's not Scottish side.
0: Justice Faulkner. No, German. 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 Okay. Yep. And uh, they were hired by William Penn, I believe, to sell off like 10 million acres of Pennsylvania. Um, Eustace Faulkner, he wasn't even planning on being a minister. He was like working on other stuff. And uh, I believe Daniel, his brother, uh, convinced him to get ordained because they needed they just needed people. And he ended up being like Philadelphia, Trenton, New York City, maybe even maybe even like over into Albany. And like brought Lutheranism into all that area. He hmm. brought the first, I believe he brought the first organ like piano, organ, into kind of like upper New York. I'm not sure. I'm not sure all the wow. details exactly, but kind of interesting stuff that, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway,
1: Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a topic. If you want to, if you want to heat some people up, that's a topic to bring up at, a, you know, Around some religious family, it'll uh, it'll get hot in a hurry. You think so? Oh, I've, I mean, I've done it multiple times. I mean, most some people are some people are good and like they understand. And I've actually had some people say they know it's not like the OG. But oh, you
0: mean like whether or not it's all true?
1: Yeah, gotcha.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I, mean, I, I just talk about the history. Yeah, more than I, I don't really talk about. I don't evaluate religions whether
1: they're true or not. See, and that's not what it is because again, I'm not against it. It's just without. You know, knowing what we know now and the way history's altered, you can't, you can't believe them. A, a lot of times, my friend Brian Yarrington that you met, he's a teacher at Dundee, history teacher. He's a great guy. Uh, we'll get him on someday. So, yeah, um, I ask him like, "Do you think? Do you think that's true? What's in that history book?" He's like, "No, not always." He's like, "But you know, we teach what we teach the curriculum. We yeah. teach what we think is true." And he's like. What can you do? He's like, I is, mean, no one really knows. This know? is this so, is why yeah.
0: this is why school boards matter so much, and uh, that's why you know I encourage people to get involved with uh, their public education. Is they can decide, especially at the state level in New York, um, what gets taught, and what gets taught matters as much as how it gets taught. And there's a lot of stuff that gets left out and you have to pick because you can't teach, you know, however many years. Can't teach 250 years, let yeah. alone anything beyond that in all its detail. You have to pick
1: what goes in and what goes out. I feel like they touch pretty well on the things that you should know. Well, you think that. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe there's parts and maybe it's because everyone was taught the same stuff. So exactly. we all just know that. But exactly. it's just like I feel like
0: but the, the way it's framed thing. really there's a lot of stuff that wasn't taught until until recently. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that wasn't even researched until recently. And we talk about this with, you know, I'm a concussion guy. So concussion research, just like as a, as a different example, um, because that's what I know about more is up until like not that long ago. And I mean, in the past few decades, most doctors didn't even think that women could get concussions from like unless it was in a car accident because they didn't think that they were physical enough to be able to like get a concussion um almost all research on concussions started in soldiers Hmm. and then it moved on to like football and boxing and um And then, like I said, it wasn't until very recently. And there's organizations even still now trying to press researchers to include gender and to make sure that women are included in the studies and that their statistics are reported kind of separately so that you can see, okay, like here's how this impacts because it's different for men and women. Yeah, for male and female. So
1: I don't know why it um, was. There, I guess there wasn't as many female sports, but I mean, th- you watch it. Yeah, there weren't any. You watch a set of these girls like some of these girls that box. They freaking thump each other, man. Oh, yeah. Like you wouldn't want to get punched by. Them. Like, I I'm saw a video you. last
0: night. Some lady roundhouse kicking some other lady in the head. Dude. And just like she was out before she hit the
1: mat. Yeah. I remember Ronda Rousey in her prime watching her do MMA like the mo- most average guys on the street, she would have whooped their ass. Yeah. Like, no doubt in my mind. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> like, For sure. Like without any training, she would hurt people. That's why it's funny that people think like that. I don't know. So, Hey, you know. the
0: other, before, <laughs> you know, before we wrap up, um, one thing that I, I know I talk about annually and I'd like to have it change. Um, and a li- with a little bit different framing, uh, today though, is, did you notice on Main Street and, like, all around that the snow is piled up, like, like three feet high all along the curb? hmm And then we've got parking along the curb. hmm So, like, how the hell do you get from your car <laughs> onto the sidewalk?
1: Well, luckily, the driver's side's on the... Well, So, yeah. for the poor if passenger, you're... like, <sighs> I make... I uh, usually pull up let mary out and then park the car but yeah it's kind of (laughs) hard so (laughs) we
0: we've had this push that is getting stronger um for this to be a year-round destination Mm -hmm. and i think it it certainly can be i think there's a lot of really cool stuff going on year-round here including um the 18th amendment opened up this weekend and was awesome and also, by the way, they won the chili cook-off uh, for the first Friday of February. So, that's oh, exciting. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I got to go taste it. Was, it was pretty banging.
1: To win? That's yeah. pretty damn good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, w- what I would say about this is two things that I just want to touch on as far as making this a place. We've got a lot of different kinds of people in our population. I'm pretty able Like I'm pretty physically able to do what I need to do and I can get through three feet of snow if I need to. But uh, a lot of the people that live around here are older Mm -hmm. or, you know, have, uh, have kids (laughs) or have a disability or, you know, whatever. They can't get over three feet of snow. They're going to get hurt. And so, just two things about that. One is the curb cuts. People don't think of shoveling out the curb cut mm-hmm. when they shovel. If they shovel, I know we've got a couple of um, areas in town where shoveling is not happening, and that bothers me. But um, it's supposed to be the code enforcement officer
1: comes in and,
0: and well, nails yeah. them. Or, or yeah, or you know, maybe we just need to go talk to those places, especially the businesses. Which is, it's not our local businesses, by the way, that I'm talking about. But go in and say, hey, look, we're trying to make this accessible. So we need you to do your part. But you've got to, people can't get around if you don't shovel the curb cuts too. Especially here where, you know, there might be three foot of snow along the curb. Well, if, if it's the same way where the curb cut is, like, it doesn't work, right? So please do, please just do that. Make sure you just think about that. It's know. time for heated see...
1: concrete sidewalks. How cool would
0: that be? I mean, it'd be super expensive, but I'll tell
1: you, you never have to worry about it.
0: <laughs> and then the, the other thing um, that I would really love to see that, you know, we've got this rule. I, I've I've lived in towns where they had a snow emergency rule. Do you know about this? No. So, like, basically the way a snow emergency works is... If it's snowing enough where the plows are going to have to come out, they declare a snow emergency. There's no parking on the street until the snow emergency is over. Um, And that gives the plows time enough to go clean up the streets. Right. um, Without cars parked all over that they have to like go around and then leave snow behind and all that. So. Then you've got.
1: Well, they usually make everyone park on one side of the street. A lot of times. Some places do that yeah. too. Yeah. So they can get alternate one side, side parking. And then yes. the next day they'll get yep. the next side. Yep. That's a yeah. thing
0: too. Um, I I don't really think that we need to go to alternate side parking because we're not that big of a spot. Like, you know, we're not that big of a town. But currently in Penyan, there's no parking uh, between what, like midnight and five or six in the morning.
1: Is that in Forest Street? It is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's enforced with like a $10 fine. So it's something you can't park on the street overnight anytime, whether it's snowing or not. I didn't know that overnight between like November and April. So, two things I'd like to see. One is I'd like to see us get rid of that stupid rule that you can't park on the street anytime between November and April. Because if the weather is perfect and the streets are dry, there's no reason that you can't park there. I think that we should be allowed to do that. Make it so there's a snow emergency so that if it's snowing, now you can't park on the street. Fair. Like that way it's at least about the thing that it's about. It's about snow removal, right? And then actually remove the snow. So instead of piling it up three feet tall on the curb, plow it from the curb to the center of the road. That opens up, you know, the side of the street for people to be able to drive if they have to. And then take your snow blower and your tractor that we're trying to remove snow with already and just blow it into the back of the truck. And now the snow gets dumped, you know, down at the boat launch or wherever. I know nothing about plowing, so I don't know if it's doable or not. It's uh, I know it's doable because... I lived for five years someplace where that's how they do it.
1: Yeah, there you go. They,
0: they plow it to the center. So now it's not piled on the curb. You can still have your lanes open to drive down. Um, you can't park there because that's where the lane is until the snow emergency is over and all the snow is gone.
1: Interesting. Well, there's, So that's my theory. There's it, a new mare, Phil. You can definitely throw it to him toss him the idea
0: i've tossed that idea a couple times i think i might just put it in writing yeah um there is a new mayor but,
1: everyone in pen a lot of people don't know in Penyon. i'm shocked and there's
0: that. not a new mayor
1: isn't there yeah no there- there's not a new mayor why why do you say that
0: because there's not a new mayor there's an election coming up in march where there's two people running for mayor
1: oh okay oh so that w- he won the primary thing right because that's what I, there's
0: what the no heck, primary
1: what the heck was I uh, what the heck was I reading I, thought I don't know
0: what you're reading but there's not a new mayor Um, but there there's another candidate there's, there's two candidates for mayor who um, got enough signatures to be on the ballot
1: maybe that's what it was and maybe there's another guy I
0: think there's about running. seven for trustee with with three seats open um
1: Geez, why the heck was I reading that?
0: Yeah, so there's not a new mayor, but um, to either candidate, I would propose that um, we consider uh, making the law about what it's about rather than just making sure that people can't park on the streets overnight, even if it's fine, that um, we make it so that people can't park on the streets overnight if it's snowing, and then we actually get the snow out of there. Right. Um. So because I think that would make, if, if we could just remove the snow, it would it would make it so much easier for people to use, uh, especially the downtown area. I'm not saying to do that on every street, but at least um, kind of the wide main streets where there's, that's where people are doing business.
1: So Lee McCurcher's the mayor now. Yes. Who's running against him?
0: So Lee is running again, and Dan Candela is running
1: against him. Dan Candel is running against him. Okay.
0: Yes. Yeah. And and Dan is currently the deputy mayor. Or yes. Oh really? Yes. Okay. So um, they're both uh, running.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I was way off. So <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty uh pretty deep.
0: There's quite yes, there is quite a bit of snow. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't. I. I just. I think it would be. Yep. And, um. Boston is another good example. Yeah. I mean, we. Boston's obviously a different situation from us. The town that I lived in, Minnesota, was not all that much different from Penyan, and that was the way they did it. They had a snow emergency. They on the main streets where um, where commerce is happening, especially those are areas where the snow just gets removed and and they plow from the sides in instead of piling it up on the curb. And I think we could make it so that Penyan is more elderly friendly. It's more friendly for people with disabilities. It's more pe- friendly for people with kids that so they don't have to climb over a three foot tall snowbank to get from their car to the business they're trying to patronize. And I think anything we can do to remove those barriers, it might, Make it so that this is a place where people feel like they can go in the winter time.
1: That's crazy. That uh, oh, I don't think Peña ever knew it was going to be like it is now. Just there's nowhere to park on a Saturday night. It's insane. Like you never would have guessed. Like that it would be this crazy. This yeah. crazy. It's wild. There's so many places to go. So many new things. People yeah. want to be here. I got just the... like there's no more parking. <laughs> I, I checked
0: out. So I checked out the 18th amendment. I had the burger cause I think you can judge a restaurant by their burger. I think that's fair. It's a banging burger. It's a great burger. Um, with blue yonder and blackened onions on it and grape grape tomatoes, whatever. I don't know. It was pretty good.
1: Nice.
0: Um, I saw some of the other stuff that was coming out of the kitchen <laughs> And it was like I, that. I'll definitely be back for some of that stuff. All pitchers look good. It looked really good. So um, that's exciting. I I checked out Baked and Loaded, which is out back. Such a cool
1: idea. I love it. And
0: um, I think they'll they'll keep on working on expanding their board game selection.
1: I know people love the food. I baked and loaded. I heard a lot of people were just like, it's a cool idea, man. That's something that you just don't find in a small town like this.
0: I've heard a lot of people
1: that think that'll be the place to go for,
0: for like date night, go play some games, baked
1: and loaded, really
0: get baked and loaded.
1: Cool. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: i know a lot of people think that with the the recent opt-in vote that it's got something to do with cannabis it's not it's it's potatoes yeah so (laughs) mac and cheese and stuff like that
1: they're not even serving alcohol i got some
0: chicken tenders they are they've got beer oh they do Uh, um it's all like cans and bottles you get a couple bottles of beer and um, they've still got the jail cell from when it was a police station so you can Oh right. I've seen people taking pictures in the jail cell. Go into the jail cell. Yeah. Um they've got it's a, it's a definitely a jail theme. They got a lot of uh you know which the mug shots and stuff like that. I saw the mayor and the chief of police were down there on on opening day.
1: Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but, so uh um talking about the mayor and getting that wrong. Have you uh so you've sent this idea to the mayor of Penyon? with the snow? No,
0: no. I've, I've talked to some other people that are on the board about it, but I think um, it just needs to be written up, and I, like it doesn't even really need to be a. It doesn't really need to be a change, other than maybe. I, I do think that we do we should change the overnight parking ordinance I, I really do think that I know a lot of people will disagree with me um, maybe it's simpler to have it so you can never park there at night but to me it doesn't make sense not to let not to let people park there when um, when the weather's bad and and I, I think it I don't know how much it leads to things like um, people, like driving while intoxicated. I don't know if it leads to that or not, but I think
1: have some if you're that.
0: parked on the street and then you go have a couple drinks and it turns into more than a couple drinks and then you're like, Oh, well, I've got to move my car anyway. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's a stupid thought, but I don't think um, it is. I, I think anything to make that less that, Oh, you know what? I know you're parked on the street, but why don't you just ride home with me tonight? Like it just makes it a little bit easier to do that.
1: I got nailed for that in Canandaigua, left my car in a parking spot and came back to $25 parking ticket. Went and like, Hey guys, I had too much to drink and had no one to move my car. So I did the responsible thing and, yeah. and got a ride home and they're like, Oh, well, Oh, well. Right. Beas. I know. It just feels just like, it feels hard to pe- penalize man. somebody for yeah, not yeah. drinking and driving. Yeah. Um, then they'll be like, "Oh, it's your job to make sure you have a place to park your car." Probably, you know. that's how sure. they are. They, yeah, They're it, just like,
0: it's true. Yeah. And like, so I'm not, I'm not making any excuse for anybody, but I just want to make things so it's easier, simpler for people to do, yeah, the right thing. So I, I don't know. I, I just think if if it's not snowing, that that is one thing that would need to be a change of ordinance to say that we're going to have snow emergencies. That would be a pretty significant policy, policy change. Yeah, but. Changing the way the snow removal is done, I don't think would have to be a policy change. I think that would have to be a, a tr- training change. They just have to um, train the staff to be able to do it that way. It's time, time for you to run for town board. Mm, no, um,
1: <laughs> but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> then you can really push your ideas.
0: I could. I could do that. Yeah, if you uh, got the
1: town board. They can't get away from your ideas. They can't get away from me anyway. Yeah, but they really can't get away from you if you're on the board. It's impossible.
0: That's true. I think that what I'll do is I'll start maybe putting some of this stuff in writing as as my other duties lighten up and uh we'll see what happens.
1: What do you think of the other guy running for mayor? Dan
0: Oh, I don't wanna the, like Do you,
1: do you know him? I, I just I've never Yeah, heard. I mean
0: I I don't really want to talk about local candidates. Oh, you don't like
1: Doing that. Okay. No, I mean, we gotcha. can, we
0: can, I, I'm happy to have local candidates on the show if mm-hmm. they want to come talk about what they're up to. But I, I don't know. I don't really want to um, get too deep into what's going on with local candidates because <laughs> I, because I, wh- whoever wins, yeah, I expect to be working with on things. Right. So, yeah. um, I, I don't think that anybody's a, a terrible choice. Um, but yeah. I, I don't really want to get into it. Okay.
1: Fair. think that's a good stopping point then
0: okay everybody um send me ideas for exciting things to do in the wintertime when it's just shitty out what is that okay
1: who's there it's rare who's there it's rare Come,
0: fill your time, this pots for all. From the finger legs, join in the call. Learn something new about the Kuka Trail. Upstate New York, every episode I tell. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. It's rare.